What is up, you guys? And welcome back to Sport Champs, Street Champs exclusive sports podcast. To my right is my man Dave. To my left is nobody. Damn you, Winston. And right in front of me is my man Derek. What up? What's good, everybody? Doing the damn thing, dude. Welcome back to Sport Champs. Having a good week. How about you guys? Mm, no what you guys do? Um, a highlight of my week is today I saw the announcement that uh, Chris D'Elia is coming to Pueblo Memorial Hall, so I caught my ticket. Really? Ready. Yeah. Whoa. I got my ticket. I didn't even hesitate. Damn, yo, yo, chill, this bro. This guy's so fucking weird, bro. This guy's the kind of guy to go to events by himself. What's bad about that? Pull up with a small pup. I'm not trying to wait for the <laughs> small pup. Yo, I'm what's not... wrong with going by yourself, dude? Bruh, That's... I go to mad comedy shows by yo, myself. Yo, weird. yo, are you insecure that you don't go to shows by yourself? Or like maybe out to eat. Have you by gone yourself? to a show or like a music show or a comedy show by yourself? No, I think that's super strange. <laughs> really? I mean, if Elaborate why? If it's like like uh, like a small concert, yeah, I go by myself. But if it's like a big, a small concert, why is this? Why does it have to be small? What? I've never gone to like a big scale concert, but like a Cervantes. Shut up! Scale. You went to Tom Segura. I said concert. Oh, okay, well, yeah, I Tom went to Segura's big... playing in front of. Did you go to Little Dicky by yourself? Yeah. In like it's 2015. Pretty big, pretty, pretty big concert. Pretty, as big as he got was 2015. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time, though. That was great. <laughs> Damn. Well, hey, let and my man in, let my mans go alone, dude. You don't in, need nobody. It's in oh, town. Like, so, like, say less. You did copy your ticket by yourself and not sitting anybody by anybody. That is kind of fucked up. I sent the whole group chat as soon as the tickets went live. I didn't see that shit. We'll turn your notifications on. He gave on. us like 20 minutes. <laughs> right? What? Come on, Dave. Bruh. I know this is a sport champs, but like, bro, come on! It's Chris well, D'Elia coming out. Highlight and... of my week it was that copping that. Did you ticket. get front tickets or what? Front well, row tickets? The, it got it, bro. It was kind of pricey. So the way they really were, so the first like four rows were all VIP, bro. Hundred and like thirty bucks. Oh well. Yeah. Yo, chill. And Chris. then they had like a little mini like section between, which was completely gone. And like the only one that was available was like a handicap seat, which I know I don't qualify for. You know what I'm saying? So Damn. I clicked that just to see pricing. And that was like seventy five. So I'd was... like to see Crystal. Yeah. So then I'm the... a cop a ticket. So I'm in like the uh, I want to say like the eleventh row or something. I'll be in the rafters, bro. I don't bro, even. Bro, but shit. I for like the eleventh row, my shit was like fifty bucks. You trying to go, Derek? Crystalia? Yes. I just need I just need to get some scratch. <laughs> you need to get some scratch. All right, man. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm with it. Let's Looking go. Looking forward to that. Too... Yeah. You Let's... already know. When is it? Um, let me check the chat. Yeah, pull that up. It's like I'm trying to see that summertime right there. Well, you do. How was your uh, week, Derek? It was pretty chill. Uh, let's see, anything sports related? I fucking I fell down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Played catch with your dad. June twenty third. Good it was, date. It was pretty chill though. I'll talk. I have some stuff that I'll talk about on Street Champs. Like I interviewed uh, the Bump and Uglies. Fire. Yesterday, I. Uh, about it actually <laughs> shout out to bumping uglies for coming through street champs Hell yeah that's fire. wish i could have made that you know damn it work and then my car was smoking that's another thing let's get into my week car was smoking a little bit took that bitch in that sucked money wise i mean 560 dollars into the little scion tc you, you know what stop, i'm saying stop dropping these bangers little tc can't handle i know dude need new valve covers for that shit like is what mm-hmm. is what we need and then fixing the window that's why it's expensive do you know fixing the window because the window motor went out? So like, I just pop that bitch up. Yep. Want that bitch to go back up and down again? So need a new motor, need a new regulator for it. Three hundred and sixty dollars for the fucking 
for the for the motor? They got your ass. Nah, bro. Like, I mean, it's Meineke. They probably did. <laughs> <clears throat> they probably did, huh? I wonder if when you go to roll but your window down the first time. The valve like... cover that was making oil come out and leak everywhere and make my car smoke uh-huh. was 156. It's no surprise. Depending, like, on the, depending on the make of valve, like replacing that is a bitch. Like Replacing that is a bitch. I get it. Like yeah. you got to take a whole bunch of shit off. But I even stuffed studio foam in the window. I remember. In the window <laughs> so it could stay up. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, dude. dude I, I told him. I was like, yo, there's studio foam up in there. I bet you. I was like, I stuffed a bunch of. Like <laughs> the first time you go to so, roll yeah. your window down, bro, it's gonna be like when uh, that video where someone does it and it's like mask off plays, like the screen, <laughs> right? Yeah, seriously, I can't uh, wait for that window to be working again. Gonna tint that bitch, but uh, other than that, good week. A lot of good music is getting made, dude. I can't wait. Uh, yes, making <clears throat> more house music. Um, I have a collaboration going with Morgan J. Cox. That's coming out soon. Um. Uh, I recorded another song called Like, uh, not another song called it, but a song called Like Mac, mm-hmm. which is just another song recorded. So shout out Mac Miller, RIP. Um, Got to show you all these later. They're so sick, dude. And then another one called uh, Sheesh. Fire. I'm dropping a song called Sheesh. But I got to show you those later. Um, it's going to be fucking awesome. We got a lot of sports going on this week, though, yeah, huh? Yeah, so we should kind of just dive in, I suppose. Let's dive right in. Let's Honestly, let's start can, NBA or something. I huh? can knock football out because there's not let's much to talk football, about. Yeah, hit football first. So the only pull news, up these standings. The only news for football that's kind of worth mentioning at the moment, like we're getting ever so closer to the draft, but um, <clears throat> the NFL has like the collective bargaining agreement that involves all the players, and I don't know if this was adjacent to that or in lieu of that, but they are announced that any team is now so like in an entire NFL regular schedule teams are eligible to play Thursday night one time because that's Ooh, that's like a four okay that's like a four day like wait no players really like playing on Thursdays because you don't get as much rest now they've announced recently that uh, teams are now going to be allowed to play two Thursday night games now that doesn't mean two Thursday night games on the same Thursday that means they're going to be able to flex teams that they know will get better views, you know? Yeah. Because that's pretty much why they flex. Te- like, when, like, they have, like, a really shitty matchup and then they flex, for example, like, the Chiefs versus the Broncos to, like, prime time, that's the NFL's way of saying, we know more people want to see this game, so we're going to put it on, like, the hot seat when we want all eyes on it. So, in kind of a money grab, they're insinuating that, like, now teams will be playing two Thursday night games, potentially, and not a single NFL player is approving of this or enthusiastic about it because if, if you think about it like you play sunday and then you got to play that following thursday you know what i'm saying that's, that's not, gonna suck that's ass. not that many days and then if you have to do it again that's gonna be even worse like i don't think that means every single team is gonna do that but like teams that are hitting right now and they're people who have to play them are gonna be at risk to being flexed so damn that's gonna change everything like kinda. the bills the uh the Bengals, the chiefs you know what i'm saying the niners like all of these teams are going to be at risk to be flexed because everyone knows that they're primetime football. So this kind of hurts the product of football in yeah, a little ways because I don't if, like that. if these homies aren't recovering well enough, and like I've seen some Dude, podcasters, there's going to be so many more injuries. That's exactly what I was about to get to. Oh my like, god! There was other podcasters who were saying like people don't understand the amount of like time that they just have to actually recover and not train. They're already getting so hurt. Exactly. And so like they were humoring like, well, so hurt. what if they gave teams like a second bye week, which we know that's not going to happen. But the, the thought of that to like appease the players, you know, like, okay, well you get two Thursday night games, but you get like a second bye week or some shit like that. That's not something that's anticipated in any way. It was just a humored idea on a podcast I watch, but 
the NFL is not okay with it. Like, if you talk about the players, like Mahomes tweeted, like, like the emoji going like this, like hand on his face. Like, a lot of players are speaking out against it because it's like, bro, you're going to hurt the product of football when all your good players are getting hurt playing consecutive Thursdays or whatever mm. the case may be. So, that's kind of the only news for football that I'm aware of. Yeah. <laughs> this cat's meowing and Derek took his headphones off and he's like, making sure she's, is she okay, dude? I, I she usually doesn't eat meow like that. <laughs> you better go check on her, bull. <laughs> That's hilarious. Damn. All right. Only football news we had there. I got football news. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's get into these NBA standings. Give me a whistle, Derek. Tell me a little. I like it. Nice little, nice little whistle there, bro. Let's get into these NBA standings. Let's start. You know what? Let's start Eastern Conference. We always start West. Let's start east this time. So we got the Bucks off top, man. I mean, they've been up up top for forever. They've had it clinched since the get, you know, clinched the division and all. Um, well, while we're on the Bucks, if I'm not mistaken, they played um, Boston last night and they lost. They lost one forty to ninety nine, and Giannis played. Really? Yeah, one forty to ninety nine. I did not see that. 140 to 99. Yeah, Boston. Ate we them need up. to pull that up, dude. Pretty. Oh my god. 140 to 99. So the Boston Celtics played the Bucks, and my god, was it a, a murder? 41 point win. So the Boston Celtics dropped 34 points in the first. Bucks 26. Zizi's going off right now. She found the nip, bro. Yeah, did she she found the catnip or something, man. What is going on? <laughs> um, in the second quarter, the Celtics forty-one points, dude. Forty-one points to the Bucks twenty-one, and third thirty-nine to twenty-seven, fourth twenty-six to twenty-five, one forty to ninety-nine. Yeah. Wow! It was the middle of the game. They took up. It was an took, ass took whooping, bro. <laughs> ass whooping. Who who scored all these points for the Celtics? Who went off, man? This um. is. They passed the ball quite a bit. Like Jason Tatum had got his. Jalen Brown dropping thirty. Tatum dropping forty. Wow. Yep. Horford fourteen. It went around the board a little bit. I like it. Wow. Good job. Good job to the Celtics. Maybe metaphoric of an Eastern Jeez, Conference man. Finals. Giannis only twenty four points. I don't man. I mean only. I say only twenty four points. Still threw up twenty four points, but still, man, that is. Yeah, they got got. <laughs> That's an understatement. I want to say Chris Middleton. And it's um, crazy because it's the top of the board. It's one and two. Um, Chris Middleton, if That's I'm not mistaken, crazy. he got like – I want to say it was like <clears throat> a loose ball foul incident where he either got like accidentally struck or elbowed because there was a moment where he was on the ground and he had like a lot of blood coming out of his mouth. But mm. So he came out after that moment. But I don't think the 41-point win was in lieu of his injury. I think it was just – like the better team won that night. Holy crap, though! Forty-one points. Uh, yeah, but so back to the Eastern Conference. Um, uh, what were we on after that? After them is the Bucks. So we went the we hit the Bucks. Bucks are at fifty-five wins, twenty-two losses. That last ten is seven and three. Lost last night. That home that home record is still nice, thirty and eight. Zizi is off one right now. She is hitting laps bro she is hitting laps she must be a bucks fan she's on x games mode. <laughs> x games mode seriously um then we got the celtics second place man clinching they clinched dude playoff position uh 76ers clinch playoff position third place Cavs in fourth those celtics looking good 53 to 24 76ers 50 to 26 we got the Cavs 48 to 29 
best in the last ten though. Um, we got it tied triple. Oh my god! Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> what is happening? Explain yourself. No, explain yourself. Is your cat on on narcotics? Kitty dope. Yeah, dude. This is crazy. <laughs> we got to say across the board. Yeah, you. Yeah, block the board. She is crazy right now. Yo, you need to stop her. She is. She's a menace to society, and you do nothing. What you need to say something? Oh, oh, hey, wait. We'll deal with that. <laughs> she's laying down. So that's yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> as soon as I got serious, huh? All right, <laughs> Zizi, I love you, but like you're God crazy, damn. girl. You're crazy. We got the 76ers 50 to 26. We got the Cavs 48 to 29. Um, who's the biggest streak over here? We don't have the very big streaks. Well, we could say one streak. The Pistons losing seven in a row. Um, 16 and 60. What else is new? But we got Cavs in fourth, Knicks fifth. We got the Nets in sixth, Heat, Hawks, Raptors, Bulls, Wizards, Pacers, and on. Um, I mean. No surprises. No surprises here. We're all kind of. The Knicks in fifth. Like, Knicks are going to lose in the playoffs. They're, they but, have first no, I'm round. I'm kidding. They I'm have, just kidding. No, I'll, I'm saying it now. I don't know who their opponents are going to be. And I wouldn't put it past them to get a playoff series win. But I think they have. I could see they get a win. First round exit written all over them. It just says it. It just says but it. But matchups matter, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we could talk all our shit, and we could have the Nuggies get out first first clip. So we'll see what happens. I so verily doubt it. I, <laughs> I so verily doubt it, too, because let's look at this right here. We got the Nuggets first place, 51 wins, 25 losses. They won last night. Won last night, 5-5 five and five on their last 10. You know, we're middle of the road. It's all good. Look at that home score, 32-7 and seven at home. Beat the Pelicans without Jokic playing. Psh. You heard say it one more time for him. Uh, they, Jokic didn't play and y'all still won. Psh, craziness. It's looking good. Got the. Got, I mean, we we've been saying it every week. Division clinched. But look at the Grizzlies clinching their division. Look at the Kings playoffs. Hold on, clinched. We gotta just to give the Kings some due credit. I've been talking in about, third place. I've been talking about how impressed I am with how good they're doing this they're year. Great. The Kings have officially ended one of the longest playoff droughts in professional sports. They had a, 19 what? It was like I think it was like 16 or 19 years since they've been to the playoffs. Yeah, crazy. Is some, this in the something 90s? crazy like that. Like or no? You, is, I don't know. If it was 2000 quite, something. Then. Yeah, I don't think it was quite the 90s. 90s? But okay. Regardless, one of the longest droughts, especially in the NBA. So, shout out um, Mike Brown and the coaching staff there getting it done. Six and four in their last ten. Look at those home games, dude. 25 and 12. Oh wait, no, I read the wrong one. 23 and 16. Crazy man. Even away games, twenty three and fourteen. Not They're, bad, dude. That's they a, impressive. They have a really good compared offense. compared to the look at. I mean, they're more just more well rounded a little bit away. You know, away from home, they're doing it. I mean, our the Nuggets are nineteen and eighteen away, and the the Kings are twenty three and fourteen in away games. That is crazy to look at, man. Uh, under them we have the Suns, fourth place, forty one and thirty five. Clippers, forty one and thirty six. Doing the damn thing. Look at your Warriors, huh? 40 and 37. Yep. Sitting in sixth place. Look at them. Ah, look at those away games, though, man. They're, They're not They're doing bad. good on the road. It's bad. I don't even want to read it off. 9 and 29 on the road, guys. 9 so, and 29. That's that's pretty crazy I, for I the Warriors. I have an excuse. I have a lame excuse. What's your excuse for the Warriors? I don't like making excuses, but, um, dude. What's I, your excuse for 9 and 29 so away? So, one of our starters, is at, like, he hasn't, like, it's not leaked what the details are, but he's been experiencing a family emergency that's caused him to step away oh, from shit. basketball temporarily. Yeah, that sucks. And that's Andrew Wiggins, so he hasn't been playing. Oh, fuck. It's not like an injury that I'm aware of. It just, 
like an undisclosed family emergency. And so from last I checked, he hasn't been playing. And he was a guy who with us in our championship run last year in the uh, postseason was averaging over like, I think 22 a night. So, but you're saying that can equate to 29 losses away. I'm saying if he throw if he's in our uh, lineup consistently and healthy, especially mentally, fucking help. Yeah, we're I not going to be that bad. I'm not saying we're going undefeated <clears throat> on the I road. That doesn't exist. Like, we might be closer to 500, though. Yeah. Look at those home games, though. Oh, Maybe yeah. play at home. 31 and 8. So. 31 and 8 the, the home? at home. That is the best, one of the best records in the Western Conference, other than the Grizzlies, 33 and 6. Reason 32 and 7 for the Nuts. Super potent at home. Um, yeah. That's a roaring crowd. It's roaring. Newest stadium in NBA. So they get it. They're bro. doing <laughs> the damn thing. And they won their last game. I just hope, as lame as this sounds, I really hope that the Warriors get to play the Nuggets in the offs again this year. Mm. Not because I have some like anticipation of who will win, but because last year Winston and I saw a game. We saw Game Three in Denver, which was an amazing experience. Hell yeah, that'd to do be it again. sick. Yeah, that would so be sick. And, and instead of Game Three, because the Nuggies are the number one seed or the number two seed or whatever seed they end up being, it's going to be um, games one or two. Shout out to the Nuggets. Shout out Jokic. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it, dude. I am loving it. Uh, shout out to the Suns. Three wins in a row. Yeah, I believe KD's back or about to be. They needed those three wins in a row, though. Their last 10 is four and six. Yeah. Um, bleak. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit bleak. They're the Suns are not, doing the thing, though. They're not going to lose their playoff seating. It's no. just they have one of the most potent starting lineups, and then their bench is abysmal. That's kind it of. Is. So, like, but the thing is, is KD's a, like a 28 point a night guarantee when healthy. Um, Devin Booker is like a 30-point-a-night guarantee crazy. when healthy. It's a crazy team. They have a lot of talent, like DeAndre Ayton, CP3. Like I said, their starting five is potent. but their, potent. Their, their back five is not. Yeah, we're nearing the end of season. Yeah, there's only like six games left, I believe. We're right there. The Suns, if the Suns keep going off on this win streak and something happens to the Kings, we could see... You can see the Suns switch switch it up on them. Mathematically, yeah. Mathematically, I don't see it happening, but it can happen. Well, um, let's read off the rest of these. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we're about like a couple of games away from like the middle of the pack that the Warriors have been like thriving in, where there's like the couple of game difference down the board that's yep. still pretty much there. Yeah. We're about like we're about like three games <clears throat> away from knowing hypothetically who's going to be an official NFL or sorry NFL <laughs> an official NBA seed and who's going to be in the play-in tournament cuz like, yeah cuz 4 through 12 last week or Lakers the week before Lakers can still make it like, mm-hmm. it's not a joke yeah that positioning 4 through 12 last week and the week before it was it's like a like a 3 crazy. or 4 game spread it was crazy amongst all of them and now we're starting to see it thin out um we have the Pelicans in 7th Timberwolves Lakers Thunder Mavericks in 11th now Mavericks really dropping down the homie Chase is sad, man. Thirty-seven and forty. Bro, when they when Kyrie joined the team, they they haven't their win percentage went to shit. Yeah, and they needed Not to blame they him. needed the they needed to win. That last game was a need win. They lost uh, three and seven on the last ten. I don't see the Mavericks doing it. Um, it kind of sucks, but you know, there's that's already life. like there's already internet rumor because the internet's gonna internet. There's already like memes of uh. People trying to insinuate in certain interviews where Luca was like trying to say that he's <clears throat> unhappy or wants to be elsewhere, which I don't think that's the case at all. No, I don't think Luca ain't going. Mark nowhere. Cuban has way too much money to let Luca not play. Luca ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So, so that being <laughs> that being said, there was like they were putting up betting odds for like teams that he could potentially get. Oh my god, they're to. already putting up odds. It's the internet, bro. <clears throat> I don't even humor it. Like I said, Mark, Haters. Mark Cuban will not let Luca walk. 
Hell no. He has. He's the got to be the richest or one of the richest owners in the NBA. Yeah. Hard hard seeing the Mavericks this low <clears throat> under the Thunder. You know, like thirty seven and forty. The Thunder. I mean, they can. They can. I don't know. I don't think they get. It's close. It's close. It's very close. The Thunder need to lose. They just won their last game. The Lakers need to lose. They just won their last game. Timberwolves lost their last game. They we're we're kind of from seven through twelve. We're still pretty close, but. It's it's we don't have too much time. Trailblazers thirteen. I mean, I don't really have to speak on these guys in the bottom. We know who's at the bottom. Rockets eighteen and fifty nine. We don't have to say much. Trailblazers sat Dame for the year. Yeah, but it's only a couple games, so it's moot. It's whatever. Yeah, let him rest. Get him back later. And that is your uh, NBA standings. Um, I don't know if there's any uh, NBA, NBA news. It is might there be. Uh, March Madness? March Madness. We got to talk March Madness. Definitely. It's Final. Four, Thank you I for believe. reminding me. Oops. Bonk, oops. Again. And um, MLB opening day officially happened for a lot of franchises, so okay. baseball is back. We're going to have to read those standings off here and there. Bro, this is crazy. I watched a clip because now they have a pitch timing rule that they've implemented, which what forces the... the the cadence of it to be a lot faster. And like That's kind of nice. It's cool for the um for the novice fan, like someone like me who's not really into baseball. But Facts, I, me but, too. But hear me out, though. They showed a clip where – Half an inning, granted it was, like, a pop fly out, and then, like, the dude hit, like, a really quick, like, he didn't make it to first, and they threw the ball to first, and he was struck, or um, he was ruled out on the plate, you know? But, it like, a whole inning or half an inning took place in less than two pitches on a game last year, mm. or the pre-pitch um, clock era, or whatever. So, as a fan, it's pretty badass. It is badass. Because they'd be taking their sweet-ass time on the pitching mound, just kind of, like, doing their thing. I think there was kind of a, a game to that to try to get the the batter or the breakdown, but it's still I'm I'm enthusiastic about it. See how it works. See see what's going on. Because honestly, my lady uh, was like, "Oh, do you want to go to a Rockies game?" I was like, "Not really. Like I don't watch baseball go, like if that." If we go like, to a Rockies game, the would... vibe is to go to the rooftop bar and just get drunk. That's the vibe. Is that the vibe? It's so nice. That's the vibe. It's the, okay, so Coors Field. I would argue, get like, fucked up. Coors Field has the best backdrop in baseball outside of maybe, like, um, the Field of Dreams, which is, like, a college baseball field and, like, a cornfield. It's really dope. But um, outside of that, bro, you just get up on the rooftop bar overlooking downtown Denver, Rocky Mountains in the background, and, like, beers at Rocky Mount or at, at Coors Field are cheaper than soda right now. Really? Yeah, it's because it's sponsored by Coors. Well, we're going to have to head out and watch some baseball yeah aren't we yeah <laughs> that sounds lit okay well let's do it uh, let's get into march madness a little bit though yes sir. we were talking about it last week we had uh i think fau had already won san diego had already won and we were just kind of waiting on the u and yukon um u is taking on yukon they beat texas um yukon beat gonzaga fau beat kansas and creighton lost to san diego so we right now we're in our final four. We got FAU number nine, that nine seed man, that sneaky nine seed, facing the five seed San Diego State. Um, then we got the U, Miami, Florida man, the U doing the damn thing against UConn. Both of these games are going down tomorrow if you're watching this live, four oh nine p.m. Mountain Time, six forty nine p.m. Mountain Time, and then uh, on April third we're gonna have that uh, championship game. Who do you think's going? Um, because I, I guarantee everybody's bracket was not right. I mean, I 
I'm gonna go with the U, I guess. Like I have no dog. You? I don't have a dog in this fight. Let's so. go, you. Yeah, I'll go with the U. The oh. U. Shout out the University of Miami. We got two Florida schools up in there, huh? Sounds like it. That's pretty cool, dude. Connecticut showing out. California. UConn has always been a decent basketball school. Facts. They have. UConn is up there doing the de- beating Gonzaga, eighty-two to fifty-four, making it easy. They m- honestly might do that to the U. It wouldn't surprise they me. They might do that to the U. We'll I would not be surprised. See. Like I said, I have no dog in the yeah. fight at this point, so I'm just kind of like picking Let's pull teams. up these odds real quick, huh? Do you want to pull those up? And yeah. I'll pull those up on mine. We'll see the differences. Let's get it. Let's see what's up. Do you like uh, college football or college basketball, Derek? Excuse me. Mm. I like college women's basketball. Hell yeah. I like it. And I'll honestly, we should be going over that one, too. Let's see. Thank you for bringing that up, actually. Let's check out the women's March Madness. We haven't been going over it at all. Shows how sexist we are here. Jeez. I don't know if it's already. They might take shit. place at different times. I think it's already done, isn't it? it I'm not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> all right. So on the Elite Eight of the women's basketball for the NCAA March Madness tournament, we had Maryland, the two seed, take on South Carolina. South Carolina taking them out. Then we had Louisville taking on Iowa. Iowa taking them out. These are high seeds, too. Iowa sitting at the second seed, Louisville five seed. We have the third seed, Ohio State, uh, taking on Virginia Tech, who is a one seed. Virginia Tech taking them out, 84 to 74. Then we had the U uh, for Miami, Florida, taking on LSU. LSU took them out. So right now we have Iowa, the two seed, taking on South Carolina, the one seed. Then we have LSU, the three seed, taking on Virginia Tech, the one seed. Nice. Like to see it. I have those um March Madness odds. Let's go the to guys. the guys March Madness odds. So, right money line for <clears throat> Florida Atlantic versus San Diego State. The um San Diego FAU State FAU is plus one twenty eight. Oh, it's San, close. San Diego State's a minus one fifty five. Wow, so very narrow. It's, yeah, not, not man. offensive to either not team. A, I mean, those are uh, if you know your team's gonna win, that's a good the bet for both of them. The five seeds, the favorite against the nine. No surprise. I could see FAU doing it. And then going down with the um, the U versus UConn, UConn is sitting at a minus 265 with the U sitting at a plus 210. So I've, I wow, said the U. Wow, a plus 210. I said the U without seeing these odds. But, again, that's it's favoring the higher seed. And that's the four versus the it five. Is. Anything can happen. Um, Anything can happen. I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily bet on the U because I'm not watching them enough to have a familiarity with it. But if you're just throwing, like, Money at a parlay, I don't think you're really going to like hurt yourself doing a money line on any of these. I would just Facts. bet the favorite. Just bet the one you want to win and the favorite. Shout um, out all these schools, though. Facts. Do you have the uh, – by chance, do you have the odds for the women's? I don't. Damn, Barst- Barstool be like that, huh? I see you, Barstool. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it on mine. Hold on. I, I had to scroll down. NCAA. I found it. Oh, you did find it. Yeah, nice. So, LSU taking on Virginia Tech. Um LSU is sitting at minus 148. Virginia Close. Tech is at a plus 114. Okay. And then, Jesus Christ. South Carolina is at oh, – okay, I'm just going to start with the underdog. Iowa is sitting at a plus 390. Oh, my God, no. South Carolina is a minus 670. Yo, put your money on the underdog if you just have a little sprinkle here, here and there. Sprinkle a little something on that because you might be happily surprised. Jeez. Wow, that's crazy. Those odds are intense compared to the men's. Yeah. Wow. South Carolina is more of a dynasty women's coach. It is dynasty, yeah. They they should win. 
You know, they're 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 yeah, (laughs) that was an understatement. Seriously, that that's pretty crazy to see on the odds compared to every other game. But I mean, so you got the U. I got. I say that, but I'm not betting on them. Yeah, I honestly want FAU to do it just because they're the nine seed underdogs. Um, but I don't think they're gonna do it. I could see UConn taking it. True. Really, truly, UConn is just. You're doing good. 82 to 54, Gonzaga. Watch it be a complete a Florida championship. Wow. That's the U versus FAU. Oh, man. That would be crazy. That would be nuts. That would be nuts. Oh, I wonder if we could. Oh, like I said, I wonder if we could make that happen, but we can't do shit, Dave. I wonder if that is. Put a, me on the court, coach. Nice possibility. That would be crazy. I'll get you four steals, six right? fouls. You already know. I wonder what the odds of that are. The Florida, the Florida parlay. Let's see what the Florida parlay is. That's pretty crazy. If you pick up both Florida, both teams, Florida teams, it's gonna be a little nutty because one's the underdog. Both of them are the underdog on uh, on mine. Well, then it's gonna be even nuttier. Wow, I got plus one twenty six for Florida Atlantic versus SDSU minus one fifty two, and then I have the U Miami Florida plus two o two, plus two o two, minus two fifty five for UConn. If you parlay both of those guys up and they both win, that is a plus five eighty two. And if you bet five dollars, you get twenty nine. If you bet ten, you um, get fifty eight dollars. Very, wow. very comparable. But on on Barstool, excuse me. Barstool has crazy odds. For Barstool, it's ones. plus six oh seven. So wow, said, that's even better. You said fifty eight. That's is like better. 61. That's better. Okay. Wow, that's crazy. So I mean, that's the Florida parlay for you guys. Um, all right, let's continue on. We got the NCAA out the way. Should we talk fights already? Wow, we're well. talking fights, huh? <clears throat> so I guess the easiest path- give, me, give me that MMA bite. You got that MMA bite? Please. You already got a beer Next crack. It's, it's goddamn four fifty three. It's five somewhere. So we should That's what's up, brother? We should start with um the the fight night card that we just had. Let's talk about it. We got UFC, UFC on ESPN, Vera versus Sandhagen. Yeah. Let's talk about these preliminaries. So I did not. Thank you, sir. I didn't end up watching until like right before the main card. So there's I is those earlier prelims I typically don't see. Not oh, by really? choice. I just kind of like it, I, it's, I'm like, oh, fuck, there's fights today. You get that notification <clears throat> when someone mm. gets knocked out and you're like, okay, I got to tune in. Facts. Um, let's go to the, oh, there it is. All right, we got Victor Altamirano, Altamirano. All right, guys, and I wanted to say on the under two and a halfs on the flyweights, didn't hit very much this week. Happens, you know what I mean? It just happens. Uh, we got Victor Altamirano, or Altamirano, uh, taking out Vinicius Salvador, um, decision win. Vinicius? Yeah, it's Vinicius, my bad. Then we got, did you see that fight with CJ Vergara? And uh, Daniel Da Silva? No, you didn't see it, Mm-mm. dude. So we had we had Da Silva rocking Vegara pretty hard, and then dude was on his. Let me let me say this. Let me say this pretty epic. Bike dude was running around this shit. Ru- like he was dude was running away. Running. I saw a highlight physically of that on running with a funny caption, and I didn't understand the context. It was so, but he won the fight. Wow. He knocked out dude. Well, knocked dude out. He's a crazy. Runner. He's, he's a, a runner. Hey, he's a runner. Yeah, exactly, dude. That's what I was thinking. Because he was running, like f- sprinting, like it was crazy. 
It's crazy to see, crazy to watch. Good fight. Shout out CJ Vergara. Did it. Shout out Daniel De Silva. Almost did it. Um, let's go on to this. Trevin Giles, man. Taking the decision win over Preston Parsons, just, you know, outclassing him, doing the damn thing. Um, a lot of decisions this this uh, card, I will say. Uh, another decision right after that, we had Lucas Alexander taking out Steven Peterson. Um, 19 and 11 for Mr. Peterson, and then we got Mr. Lucas Alexander doing the damn thing, 8 and 3. Let's go down to this main card here. We have Daniel Pineda. Do you see that one? I, uh, yeah. All right. He took out Tucker Lutz. Submission, second round, two minutes and 50 seconds. Doing the damn thing because the rest of these are decisions. One more sub. Uh, we have Chitty Njokwani taking on Albert Duryev. And uh, decision win for Duryev. I mean, Njokwani's a killer be killed. Um, Duryev is not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He is not. And I kind of expected it a little bit. I, I hoped Njokwani can get it done, but he didn't. Did not. What would you think of that fight, Dave? Mm, see, like... It was that that fight. I was. They looked a little timid at first because like yeah. Andrew Kwani's got that weird like snap timing, and he either finds his timing or he doesn't, and he's gonna kind of be he's a little counter um, heavy from what I I've noticed. Facts. So because he didn't really get the opportunities that he was looking for to engage, it just made it kind of neutralizing. Mm. I tried to watch completely, but it's hard when you're like at a party thing, like a party setting. Yeah, you're just like trying to you know what I mean, but then you gotta talk and have fun. <laughs> and do all that stuff and go in a hot tub. Um, I literally watched the uh, main event in a hot tub. Oh, it was pretty crazy on my phone. Weird flex, but okay. Weird yeah, flex, like right? Off. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty flexy. It was really cold though and windy, so that sucked. But <laughs> Is there hot tubs outside. Not my. No. <laughs> oh, you you got the inside one over in your room. Huh? Tub, huh, Dave? Excuse me. He just ruined that for you. He just ruined that for you. <laughs> he said, excuse me? Andrew <laughs> uh, Kwani getting the loss over Duryev. Right after that, we had Macy Barber getting the decision win over Andrea Lee. What do you think about that fight? Do you think Macy should have won that? Did you pay attention enough? Because um, <laughs> a lot of people are saying that Lee won that fight. Eh, I mean, it was just a like a dull performance from both so it was it just was what it was like it I was what was it was the, she was more aggressive and... i could see either of those women winning like i wouldn't have been sad if macy barber lost mm -hmm. but she didn't and i'm not a judge um but judging sucks so judging i really don't know so incompetent. it's very incompetent it sucks i would love um, to be an MMA maybe judge. andrea should have won dude but honestly i was again party setting hard for me to pay attention completely Compromise. you got people talking to you like i'm turning around like getting food like it's your party setting it's hard to hard to really get a grasp i thought i was happy when macy won because i'm a macy barber fan oh yeah um right after that we had nate landwehr Taking out Austin Lingo. Good fight. I liked that fight. That mm -hmm. was a good fight. Any fight that Nate Landwehr fights in, I'm a big fan of Nate. Um, he's doing the damn thing. Second round submission, four minutes and 11 seconds. Got his ass. His drip before the fight night that he came in in like a suit was just so nice. Dude, Dude's an icon. He's a fighter's fighter. He's a fighter's fighter doing the damn thing. Talking about a fighter's fighter though, huh? Holly Holm. Win at 41. Mm -hmm. Over Yana Santos. No schlub, dude. Um, I liked watching Yana fight. Um, maybe not that last fight because it wasn't like too so, crazy, like 
You know what I mean. While we're on the topic of this, I thought it wasn't the, the craziest. One of the hottest moments. When I say hot, I mean like the internet, like trending, and it was significant, especially on Twitter. Was um when Holly Holmes won her post-fight speech. Like, did you hear it? Did I didn't know. I didn't get to hear it because so the hot she, tub. She was okay. So on her post-fight speech, she said, "She's like, I just want right, to. We need to protect the children. The sexualization of children is like uncalled." Damn, for. really? Yeah. Oh shit! And then at the post-fight, they asked her to clarify, and then she went as like vague as possible so she was just elaborating like some kids are trafficked and stuff like that which we all are aware of and no one no one with a sane mind condones but that being said um i think she was i think that was kind of a response to the nashville incident i'm not i don't know like in what capacity but you know what i'm saying i think that's what why she felt like that was a a moment to say that damn really well nashville i've heard about it not trying to get too far into it we're all aware of the nashville like shooting incident yeah um the Nashville had passed a bill that was like saying you couldn't transition kids anymore, and some people. Damn! So you think she was like going some people for that? hypothesize that that was a retaliation for that, and then Holly Holmes fought the same like weekend as the incident taking place and makes that comment. That's why I mm. I made that connection in my own head. Pretty no crazy. one wrote that down in front of me. So, damn. It's unfortunate that it is unfortunate that happened, but Holly Holmes getting the win is not unfortunate. Yeah, love Holly. Forty-one. She does not getting look- another win in the UFC. Oh my god! So, um, Angela Hill, shout out Angela Hill. She was tweeting yep. during um the entire event because she wants to get her tweet live on on air, and she said the most sure thing in twenty twenty three has to be Holly Holmes underbutt. God damn it, Angel Hill. And then she tweeted, like, UFC, your ass. You don't put my fucking tweet yeah. on here. <laughs> Theo gets on there every try. Every try. Theo doesn't even have to try to get on there. It's so funny. Regardless, though, shout out Holly Holmes. Co-main event winner. New contract. Like, all that. Love Holly. Love Holly. Doing the damn thing. Doing the damn thing, girl. I love it. All right. We have Corey Sandhagen beating Marlon Chito Vera. So. Via decision. The whole time I was watching this fight, I'm glued to the screen because I'm like, the entire time, I'm like, Cheeto's going to throw a head kick now. Oh, now. No. What about now? And he just didn't do it. Did not do it. It wasn't like – He just didn't – I mean, we all know he's a slow starter. He is a slow but. starter, but, like, he he's potent, and he just wasn't necessarily, like, on his horse that night in the cage. And, it's like, bad night. Sanhagen is not the human being to, like, stand it's there. good, man. Sand, shout out Colorado's finest. They're one of the, the best. best. He's not going to sit there and wait for you. You know what I'm no. saying? He's going to get going. He's going to do his shit. He's a fast starter. And he Those just, strikes were nasty, too. He, Look, I mean. He owned it. Total strikes, 187 out of 378 tries. Marlon, 73 out of 177. Dude doubled up on him. And did you Come see um, who he called out after the fight in the most friendly manner possible? Triple, almost tripled up. What? San Hagen's call out at the end of the fight in the most respectable way possible. He said, "Like, yeah, I did see that call he, out." He was like, "Yo, he's like you." He's like, I'm surprised. The, he's like you're the man, so he called out Marab. Marab Devalishvili. Very friendly. Obviously, I, what I hypothesize is going to happen is we got Aljo Cejudo. Let's just, regardless if Aljo if Aljo wins, this is the only way that this matters is if it, he wins. Because if, if Cejudo wins, then Devalishvili's title shot instantly, no questions asked. If not, um, let's say um, Aljo goes up in weight to go for the 145-pound belt, and then you do an interim bout, like I've said in the past, with Devalishvili and Sanhagen, and then the winner of that, like you would basically say to Devalishvili, if um, Aljo wins the belt, you're the undisputed because he's going to relinquish it. Mm. If not... 
Like, let's say he loses, then Aljo's going to come back and defend that belt because he's going to want to keep it. Marab's going to hold the title at some point. Marab, honestly, if they put— Some point. If Marab and Aljo ever good. did fight, which I don't think will happen, but let's just say they Marab did. would win. I do, too. Yeah. Because, like, I think Marab is Pyotr Jan with more veracity in a way better gas tank. And way better wrestling. Now, Pyotr Jan has better hands, but we just saw what Pyotr Jan looks like against Marab Davalashvili. That was a 45-50 <laughs> unanimous. Easy. That was bad. That Easy was, peasy. That was damn near one of the most one-sided 25-minute fights I've ever seen. And Pyotr Jan was doing his thing. He just Tried. couldn't. He just couldn't. So. It's too much. He's too – Marab's too much. But shout it's too much. The UFC's going to have to do something. They can't keep this division like this on lock. Because imagine yeah. if they have a controversial ending or a controversial five-round decision between Cejudo and Aljo. And then you have to do a trilogy match, bro. You can't put the whole division on pause like that. Marab like... is a is a trooper. Mm. And I'm sure the UFC's given him some change for being a yes man, but like he deserves a title shot, bro. Uh, winding back to Corey, three takedowns out of twelve, very impressive. Yo, ZZ is doing the most. But yeah, three three takedowns, dude. Twelve attempts from Corey. Whoa. Yeah. Pretty crazy to see. Pretty crazy to see. Well, one attempt from Cheeto. One sub attempt. Um, it just, I mean, it, he didn't get it started. He didn't get True. it started. But, you know, uh, beggars can't be choosers. I bet Sean O'Malley's happy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably can, can be very lined up. I mean, I don't know. Corey, Corey has a lot of uh, a lot of credit to this title fight. Mm-hmm. Like, he just beat Cheeto. But I can kind of see a Corey Sanhagen and Sean O'Malley fight happening. That would be wonderful, but, but I don't I, think if I was Sean, the, I'd wait out. But yeah, I don't think any of those fighters exactly in their position are going to risk their line towards the title without getting like if they gave them like they're not going to get a pay per view, but they could be on a pay per view. They're not going to give them pay per view points. You yeah, know? But, and that would benefit. The um, bigger one would be Sean O'Malley title fight. Oh, yeah. give Sean O'Malley the shot. Yeah, even like I said, give he, him the shot. Even if it's for the interim belt, that gives them the same purse and it gives them title money and pay per view points potentially on the next bout. So it's kind of a win-win, but I don't know if the UFC is going to do that. I doubt the UFC would do that. They just They're did crazy. it for Volk, but Volk they is did. also Volk. He's yeah, pound for pound. Bet the best. He's the best the not best. named. He's the best fighter in the UFC not named John Jones. We got UFC <laughs> two seven two eighty seven coming up on April eighth. Fajeda versus Israel Adesanya, Burns versus Jorge, Rob Font versus Adrian Yanez, Kevin Holland versus Santiago Ponzinibbio. We got Raul Rosas. 18-year-old on the main event. I think he's 19 now. 19 now. But it's crazy because he's pushing out Kevin Kelvin Gastelum and Chris Curtis to True. the freaking prelims. UFC's trying to groom this new talent. I don't blame him. Grooming them. the new talent. We got Michael Chiesa, the Leech. I heard that fight actually just re- did, got canceled. The, the Leech has um, – yeah. he has to have back surgery. They're looking for a replacement for Chiesa. Michelle Watterson's back. Uh, Chris Barnett is back. Do you see that? Chris Barnett is taking on Chase Sherman. You know Chris Barnett? The homie who did the front flip? Yep. And then he's just like, I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, I love that guy too. His energy is, like, contagious. Uh, can't wait for that. That's April 8th. That's going to be coming up. There's more early, early prelims. We're not going to name those off. We're not going to get into that too much. We're waiting that waiting for that now, uh, to talk about that next week. Excuse me. So as we speak, um, Bellator. there are currently Bellator prelims just now starting. Um it's kind of a quiet card. Like I wasn't even anticipating this, and then I was watching the Weighing In podcast, and they were talking about it. So I was like, "Oh, nice! Like they're fighting." So let me pull it up real quick. Bellator. Bella, 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 Bella,
That's Marcel Gomes versus Daniel James. That is the main event. We have, gosh, I went on the wrong website. So for the prelims, there's going to be quite a few. I'm just kind of run through these. I'm not too familiar with all these fighters because it's it is what it is. But um, as we're going through the early prelims that are happening on YouTube, I believe we have. Oh God, I don't have the first names. That's lame. I have a few. We have Maria Henderson versus Mackenzie Stiller. I believe that's Benson's wife. Nice. Shout out Benson's wife, Maria. Uh, we have Bryce Meredith versus Brandon Carrillo. Randy Field versus Ashley Cummins. Lance Gibson versus Vladimir Tokov. We have Lucas Brennan versus Josh San Diego. Nice. Um, then we have Joey Davis versus Jeff Creighton. Pam Sorensen versus Sarah Collins. We got Adam Piccolotti versus Mandel Nalo. Chris Edwards versus Rakim Cleveland. Mike Hamill versus Nick Brown. Main card. Damn, that's a lot of that's a lot of fights on that undercard, man. Getting tired reading that off. Sullivan uh, Cully is fighting tonight. Wow. You know what's crazy about Sullivan Cully that I learned today? Um, my studio engineer um linked with his lady mm -hmm. with sullivan cully's lady for some music stuff back in the day his lady doesn't make music anymore but uh blitz showed me sullivan cully today didn't yeah. know he was fighting today isn't that crazy what yeah. are the odds what are the odds sullivan cully taking on luke trainer we got sullivan for this one man we got archie colgan or colgan taking on justin uh montalvo then we have john salter taking on aaron jeff Jeffrey, excuse me. Ooh, this fight is crazy right here. Kat Zingano. Damn, so crazy. Can't even say it. <laughs> Kat Zingano versus Leah McCourt. That's a good one right there. Do you know Leah McCourt? Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Good fight right there. And then uh, Marcelo Golem versus Daniel James. I honestly would have made the Zingano and Leah McCourt fight on the top. I don't know. I know Golem. I don't know Daniel James, though. Maybe if I seen those gentlemen. The homie that's fighting on the card named um, Aaron Jeffrey. His last fight was against uh, um, Paige Van Sant's homie. Dropped him. Yeah, and like the first round, it was a TKO. I can't remember his name for some reason He's right now. Canadian. Paige Van Sant's man. Oh, Austin Vanderford. Yeah, but no, this dude. Aaron Jeffrey's from Canada, dude. Bro, tell me he doesn't have one of the hardest looks in MMA. Mean mullet mustache. He looks like a mix of you and Theo Vaughn. Well, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> right? Dude's a badass. He is a badass. Shout yeah, out. If you got a mullet, you probably got hands. What else do we got this week? So that's happening right now. That card's tonight. Watch it if you're watching live. Tomorrow, we have two cards, technically. So we have the Jorge Masvidal boxing event. Marvidal. Jorge Marvidal. Jorge Marvidal. Yeah, it's his boxing event. It's going to be through Fight Pass, but I, I believe you have to still pay for pay-per-view through Fight Pass. So UFC is actually putting their their marketing approval slash um, sponsorship on this. There's like nine UFC alums boxing on this card alone. Multiple UFC former champions. The main event is the legend Roy Jones Jr. versus Anthony Pettis. And the reason that this is actually kind of a significant fight to consider. Sure, Pettis' prime was at 155. He was cutting a lot of weight to do that. He did fight a few times at 170. So Roy Jones Jr. was considered the best 168 and 175 pound boxer of all time. So, granted, Roy Jones Jr. is super old, way out of his prime. Anthony Pettis, way out of his prime. It's still going to be a competitive bout that I'm enthusiastic about watching. Let's run through these from the bottom 
up. Yes, sir. Cade Howell versus TBA. Um, yep, not announced yet. How about Roberto Armas taking on Javier uh, Zamaron? Zamaron. I'm saying I'm putting too much emphasis on that. Hi, huh, Derek. Zamaron. Zamaron. That that was good. Javier go. Zamaron. Um, then we got Daniel Co- uh, Danielle Cohen taking on Danielle Win. Only one Danielle can be uh, the winner here. It's going to be a draw. Danny's going to win. Money's on Danny. Money's on Danny. Uh, right after that, we have Andy. In, uh, I never know how to say Nguyen. Is it Nguyen? Let me see. Nguyen. Nguyen? Nguyen. Which one is it? The only one that says Nguyen. Um, I've seen that pronounced. I just don't comfortably remember what it was. Right? Is it Nguyen? N- no. Nguyen. I think both of those are wrong. <laughs> I think both of those are wrong. No. But, um, it doesn't sound right. The next... Andy Nguyen versus Bai Nguyen. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's where we're going with. Yeah, the next person. You've seen it. Marcus Perez fighting Joe Riggs. Joe Diesel Riggs. Joe Riggs is back? Joe Riggs was in BKFC for a hot minute. I'm going for Joe Riggs, Riggs even. I want him to win. He competed for the BKFC belt, so against Lorenzo Hunt. Obviously got his ass whooped. Got his ass whooped, yeah. But good for Joe Diesel Riggs. He's he's been in the game for a hot minute in, like, MMA headspace. Um, a cool factoid about Joe Still Riggs. fighting. You know a fact about him that lives rent-free in my brain? He's one of the only um, UFC fighters until Kevin Holland, of all people, who knocked his opponent out with his while being in full guard. Like, he was on the ground, back on the cage. Bye-bye. He threw an up elbow. I can't remember who it was against, and slept home. Slept him. So I remember that. Very that rare. A good fight. Joe Diesel Riggs. I'm a fan of his. I don't think – I think he's a true MMA journeyman, but he's a badass. He's a badass. How about Dil- Dylan Clicker versus Josh Burns? Don't know either of those gentlemen. Have a Josh chair. Burns sounds very familiar. It does. People that do sound familiar, Pearl Gonzalez versus Gina Mazzani. Mazzani. There we go. There Said you go. Um, Pearl wearing a full top made out of uh, fruit by the foot. Fire. Did you see that? Mm-mm. But that's still dope. Fire, dog. Fire. I Honestly, I got to show you it. I got to show you this. Let's type it in the old iPad. Oh, Gonzalez with a Z. Need that. Um, It might not have been Fruit by the Foot, but it might have just been Fruit Roll-Ups. Whatever it was, it sounds cool. It sounds amazing, right? All right. Girl got to chill. <laughs> That's... Yeah, that's fire. <laughs> Yo, Derek. I'm going to show Derek. Honestly, pass that to Derek, too, so he can see. That's one of the chicks that's boxing in the fruit roll-up suit. It's wow. not even really a suit. I guess it's like a two-piecer. She's doing the damn thing. She, she's thick by those? the foot. What would you say? You think they ate those? They better have been eaten. Is that bad to say? I don't know. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't say that. I called her thick by the foot. Thick by the foot. There you go. She's not like real thick. She's slim thick, if that. But shout out Pearl. Yeah, I, I'm just wrapping. I'm rooting for you now. <laughs> just wrapping fruit roll-ups everywhere. Oh, I guess she does it a lot. Uh, well, this is her thing. Well, She's done it before. Nice. Look, there's this one. This one's just for Dave. I mean, her face kind of weird in it, but it's okay. Sheesh. Sheesh. That's her thing. That's her thing, dude. Shout out Pearl Gonzalez. <laughs> After that, we got Devin Cushing. T- 
taking on Damian David Mar- Marciano. There we go. Who you got, Derek? Uh, Off name alone. I'll go David. Fuck with the David. Well, mm-hmm. it's Damian first, but it's okay. Oh. That's his middle name. <laughs> He's all one of those. Uh, I like it. Clarence Booth versus Luis Fel- uh, Feliciano. Then we got, okay, here's the familiar faces now. Jose Aldo versus Jeremy Stevens. This who's, is, who's winning? So I, I got um, Jose winning that. <clears throat> this Same. is their third bout, technically. They fought twice, and then now this Jose is their— Jose won both, didn't mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is their um, first boxing match. This is technically a third bout. Crazy. Vitor Belfort. Souza. Vitor, obviously. TRT Tor. TRT Tor. Yeah, you know Game Bread letting them juice up. Do you remember that offensive? They have to be juicing up. T- uh, did you see that offensive bout where they put Vitor in there against like a damn near 60-year-old Vander Holyfield? And he TKO'd oh, yeah. him immediately? That was fucked up. That was hard to that watch. That was so fucked up. Was, Why'd they do that? Because people want money. That was mean. That was that thriller. Was, mm-hmm. That was honestly disrespectful. Absolutely. <laughs> like, for, so um, disrespectful. Good for Holyfield getting a little bag for doing that, but I don't think he would have signed up that. He didn't need that shit. No. Um, Roy Jones Jr. versus Anthony Pettis. Main yeah, I mean, you said it. You said it before we even read off the card. Yeah, it's like past prime, yo, but this is yo, still cool. Z- yo, she was straight chilling, bro. She had her little hand over there. <laughs> that was so funny. She is still chilling. All right. But, yeah, continue. Roy Jones Jr. Got pa- the got the freaking hooks, dude. Yeah, he used to be, like, the most vicious left hook in, like, he didn't throw jabs because his left hook would just come around. Like, yep. Like he, Roy he Jones threw his Jr., hook like jabs. Roy Jones Jr. in his prime was a motherfucker, bro. Like he was, I would, I would, the argue, best. I would argue in his prime is very easily considered the best boxer ever. The best because he was so fast. Like the way he would just fuck people up. Like he was, like he would go play like a whole game of basketball and then the night of his fights and then go in and like starch homies in the first round. Dude is a goon. Like homie, um. He TKO'd James Tony with a left hook, and James Tony is a defensive guru in boxing, Bruh. With like, a hook, a hook, and his like he his biceps were so misshaped because of the amount of yeah, time he threw hooks. Yeah, he's got one. Yeah, he's it got was one. like That's a knot. It was crazy. So Roy Jones Jr. is a beast. I believe he went more than fifty and zero before he took his first L. Can Anthony do this? I honestly think that it's Roy Jones is fifty four. I mean, the Roy Jones bout with um. Mike Tyson was kind of like a gentleman's bet. We all kind of learned that after the fact where they weren't trying to, like, take each other's heads off. This, I don't think, will be the case. I think Anthony Pettis is going to be game, but Roy Jones Jr. is considerably going to be slow. Now, yeah. the question is, what about Pettis? Where's Pettis going to be speed-wise? This is going to be cool. So they're at comparable weights, crazy. like 167 mm-hmm. best versus the 155 like former champ. Uh, I would be so scared having Roy swing on you, though, bro. That's... It should be fun to watch. It's I don't, gonna be crazy. I don't have high hopes for this being like a constant thing because I don't think I think this is the first actual uh, boxing event that he's done. The game bread. Yeah. He's done bare knuckle event and he's done bare knuckle MMA event, but this is the first time that he's well, done. actually wrong. Game Jorge Masvidal's game bread boxing four is what this is called. I'm if I'm not mistaken, that could be those past events were just the numbered events. I see. So we'll see. I'm enthusiastic about it, but. I just hope that all these fighters participating are getting the bag because why else? Like, why else? One of them, Marcus <laughs> Perez, says he's getting three times uh, the pay that he got in UFC is what Mr. Perez was that, saying. That's probably three times the disclosed pay. Yeah. You know, like UFC fighters have the legal disclosed pay where they're like, yeah, I made 12 and 12. It depends, And bro. you know when they say they made 12 and 12, homie probably legally 
has to say. Yeah, like, like if you're a Sean O'Malley, you're not getting triple debt. Like you're not, no. you're getting paid less than that still. Like, yeah. So. So we'll see. We'll see what's up. Like I don't know. It just depends who you are, what you do. So what bes- else besides that? Um, we have the uh, season kickoff of the PFL. There's actually some pretty good um, bouts listed. Yeah. So we have a fight for the PFL April first. First. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Let me see. Because I see one for April seventh and April fourteenth too. The seasons. Yeah. The season kicks off that. It's going way. off. It's going crazy. Yeah, so Saturday, it is the first. Saturday, April 1st. Wow. It's the uh, kickoff of the regular season. You read off these fighters. So I'll go from the bottom up. So we have Corey Hendricks taking on Impa uh, Kasanage. Kasange. Uh, sorry, there's a lot of syllables in that one. Um, we got Dallin Monty taking on Ty Flores. We got Joe Sungbin. So shout out Winston. We know who your, bet, uh, who your bet's on. <laughs> versus um, Jesus um, Pinedo. We got... Alejandro Flores taking on Daniel Torres. Pretty close sounding. Joshua Silviera versus Sam Key. Uh, Marthen Hamlet. Yeah, Marthen. Wow. Marthen Hamlet versus Mohamed um, Fukriardion. That's a very interesting one. I think he's, he fights out of Iran. Mm. Uh, moving on to the main card, we have Chris Wade versus Bubba Jenkins. Shout out Bubba Jenkins. Bubba J. Longtime fan. You got um, Mavlid Kai Bulyov taking on um, Ryojo Kudo. Again, Winston's probably parlaying him. Um, Winston's listening to this, parlaying him up right now. We got Will Flurry taking on um, Christoph Jocko. Christoph okay. Jocko is a beast. He is a beast. Um, after that, we got former light heavyweight champ, the guy who's like defending his belt even though it's a season, so he's not actually contending his belt. Taking on so we got Robert Wilkinson taking on Tiago Santos the debut in PFL. Wow, welcome back. That's a must brother. see fight. Must see fight. Welcome back. His first fight what back. Odds for that. It's like you know, um, Santos. We have high hopes for you in the PFL. You know how much we love you. We're just gonna give you our light heavyweight champion first fight. How, how about it? They have odds. They have odds. So and Rob, both of these are former UFC fighters. And then while we're on the topic of that, Robert Wilkinson. Oh my god, it's probably offensive. Robert, how about Brandon Lochnane? Yeah, that's the main event. Random. Oh, my bad. I jumped you. You're all good. But um, Robert Wilkinson recently said in an interview that he feels that um, non-UFC champions are not given anywhere near the credit that they deserve. He's like, UFC champions, everywhere they go, people want to take photos with them, all these things. And it's just like, I completely humor where you're coming from. And for a novice fan who thinks that M- like they call MMA UFC, yeah, they probably don't know who you are because they're not as into that. That being said, any purist knows who the hell you are. You Facts. know what I'm saying? He fought in the UFC. Like, I'm pretty sure he lost to Izzy in the UFC. Like, he's fought some some talent. And, he like, he went up to, like, heavyweight for PFL. So that's pretty cool. Um, I get where he's coming from. Like, he's a champ. He doesn't feel like he's embraced like a champ. So, like, all I would remind everybody is, like, bro, you got paid a million dollars in your last bout. You were not going to get that in the UFC. Mm. Like, it just is what it is. Facts. So, flex your check, bro. Fuck flex him. the damn check. That's uh, why you went to the PFL. We got Rob Wilkinson minus one ninety. We have Tiago Santos plus one forty eight. That should be great. And then main event, the man Brandon Lofney, the guy who was on the Contender Series, won his bout. Dana didn't sign him because it was that um, decision written Contender Series episode where no one won their bout outside of a decision. And he was like, "Why did you shoot for a takedown at the very end? That's not UFC caliber." Well, look at him now. Look at him now taking on Marlon Morais. And, and look at those odds. Oh, Lofney. Minus six fifty. Marias needs the Marais win. Marias plus four hundred. He has like on four, 
fight loose streak, isn't he? Something like that. Now Marias is so potent. It's just he kind of he did what Cody Garbrandt was doing. He got so complacent in his power that he'll he'll eat one to give Eating one, it. and by doing that, he just kept getting baptized. Like yeah. he almost beat um, Marab Davalishvili in the first round, dropped him with like I think a head kick, and then Marab come off the stool in the second round and was just like, "I'm just gonna ten eight you for the rest of this fight." Ten eight. So Roland Marias is still a dog. He just kind of has questionable tactics once he gets hit. Hmm. All right, man. What else we got? Is that it? Mm. I think that's it. Right? Um, while we're just mentioning it, we got Mania this weekend. Put it on. Yeah, you already Put it on. Austin 316 in the building. So You know it's good. That'll be worth checking out. I think they have. you could do bets on wrestling right now. I don't know if they've officially made that a thing, but I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm good on that too. Uh, I, honestly, if I had my cousin around, I'd ask him what to bet on. Or something. I'm like, who's winning? <laughs> um, yeah. While we're on the topic, there were some fights announced for Bellator recently. Uh, they announced that Patricky Pitbull is going to go down and challenge Sergio Pettis. I see that. Belt. That has two. I see that, that. I have a positive for that because it's like if he does that, if Pitbull secures that and is the first official three-weight champion in a major MMA organization, he's going to have some deserving bragging rights. Now, I'm wording it as that. Deserving bragging rights because you're fighting in Bellator, and I don't want to say that because like Pitbull walks into the UFC and it's and, like Pitbull versus Volkanovski. Take my money. That would be like an insane fight. I think Pitbull could walk into the UFC and and knock out top five guys at the, the like weights. But to see him cut from he's originally 145 pound champ, knocked out Michael Chandler for the 155 pound belt. That's no chump. UFC top five lightweights to this day, and then he goes now he's trying to go down in weight take on Sergio Pettis bro that's that's a great great career move if you ask me win or lose yet he knows if he loses he's still got his other belt if he wins he's probably not going to keep cutting that weight I think this is just to see if he can do it like a one-time bid I'm extremely impressed that he's willing to do that um and then on top of that there's a pickle you got Rafian Stotts who's taking on Patchy Mix for the interim belt to top off the um the Grand Prix Mm. for that weight class the Bantamweight Grand Prix but now you're going to have an interim champ, and then the champ's first bout back is, like, weeks apart or a month or so apart, and he's already contesting. Yeah. So it's weird because Sergio was supposed to be in it, and then that could have been, like, Sergio's bout. I guess they're not going to turn the fight around unless homie gets starched. So that being said, I'm we'll all for happens. it. I'm all yeah. for it. I mean, yeah, we're we're here for – Congratulations to Rafion Stotts or Patchy Mix. You might have to fight Pitbull. luck. <laughs> <laughs> so that's I impressive. can't believe you went down. Um, another bout Crazy. that got announced was uh, Vadim Nimkov versus Joel Romero. Did see that That's... for the championship? Yep, light heavyweight Yoel's belt. Getting a Yoel's getting a title shot. He's... I think he's gonna do it. But do you we'll think so? See. Nimkov is good, dude. Nimkov. Nimkov might just. Other than the first Corey Anderson fight and Yuri Prohaska, Nimkov looks pretty invincible. He looks pretty invincible, man. Like it's kind of hard. To... I don't think. Um, I that... think Yoel can take him out in one shot, though. No, I don't think um, Nimkov could walk into the UFC light heavyweights, even though the 205 division is kind of dinosaur ridden. I don't think. Excuse me. Like I don't think the Anthony. Like I don't think he gets past an Anthony Smith. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he ain't he... being a Yuri. Fuck no, he ain't being Glover. Ain't even though Yuri. Glover retired, I don't think he beats Glover. Yeah, no. Those are just considerable mentions, but yeah, Bellator just getting some bouts together, doing the damn he thing. He ain't being Jamal Hill. This is no fuck. No. <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? Like that. That dreams. 205. There might be some dinosaurs in there, but 205 is kind of scary, man. There's a lot Dark. of scary dudes in there. Um, let's to... let's build this parlay though. 
Yeah, let's get her done. I'm kind of thinking March Madness bet. You could throw one in there. A little bit. I just, we could just do the March Madness we, bet as a side should suggestion. Should we pick two legs each? Like, since there's only two we of could us? Just, we could just do the, the Miami bet as a suggestion and then do another parlay. All right. Let's not do that. combine them. Let's do that. Don't All right. So them. our first parlay, we are agreeing on our NCAA March Madness my uh, Florida bet. We have a Florida bet right here. Bus, both of them plus money. We have the U beating UConn, and we have Florida Atlantic beating SDSU. Um, that that comes out to a plus oh five eighty two, but with Dave's barstool app, it's like a plus six something six oh seven six oh seven. Not bad. All right, so that's that first parlay there. I don't know if that one's gonna hit. To be honest, it's just a that's just throwing like if you bet ten dollars, you win like sixty. It's not a Some bad bullshit. deal. Yeah, it's not a bad deal. And that being said, um, Fanduel. In lieu of March Madness, you can just pretty much name any podcast that you're familiar with. We're not, unfortunately, um, sponsored by them at the moment, but you can like look up podcasts you like. Fanduel sponsors them, and you will get <laughs> you will get a you will get a no you will get a no sweat bet, which they're just gonna up to, up to a thousand dollars that you put on your first bet. If you lose, they'll reimburse you in the form of free bets. I tried to get Derek like a re um, a referral mm -hmm. to a betting app, and he's like, "You got to put your credit card in." What? When did that happen? <laughs> that was like way back, way back, like over a year ago. Probably, probably. You're like, oh, I don't want to put my credit card. I'm like, bro, it's a betting app. <laughs> I, I just wanted to throw you under the bus there. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, what else we got, Dave? Betting wise? Yeah, because. Oh man, who it's I kind of hard, honestly. Like who the I wanted, this week to bet. Who I wanted to bet on is such an overwhelming favorite. It is not a parlay. Do they bet. have? Hold on. Do I got have, Bellator. On mine. Do they have Jorge Masvidal? Um, I. They don't. I'm just gonna hit boxing and see what it says. I feel like they might. They don't, dude. Dun, 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 dun. Fanduel doesn't. So whack. Ryan Garcia is still sitting at a plus two ten. Javante Davis minus two eighty. Holy crap. Um, yeah, they don't have it. Dang it. You think they would? Why wouldn't they? Crazy. I don't even know. I'm trying to find them, but I'm just seeing a bunch okay. of futures. Yeah, same. Um, let's go to MMA. I want to try and throw an MMA one in there. It's going to be really hard. These Bellator ones are going right now. Uh, can't bet on UFC. Don't want to bet on PFL. <laughs> I don't, dude. I don't know anybody. I don't know nothing. You can look at baseball. Yo, why is – yeah, baseball – it's just it's it's back. It so. is something you can bet on. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It would be a good pick. And um, basketball, like NBA. I want to pick a close odd because I want to make a, our little two legger nice and beefy parlay. Let's see what we got. I keep thinking it like two parlays in a row. I'm like, I'm gonna do a no, like it won't go the distance bet because I, I was like, that's got to be the gimme. It's a fist fight. These dudes are badasses like Corey Sanhagen versus Cheeto. Like, there's no way that goes the distance. And then before, I was like, Justin Gaethje versus um, Fazeev. I was like, there's no way that goes the distance. Both those fucking fights went the distance. And those are like, those are friendly bets, are they not? Mm, like, both of are. those bouts not going the distance? I know my leg. Picking up Tiago Santos' money line. We're riding, we're riding with Mr. Santos. Plus 148. Picking him up. What you think? So I wanted to bet on the John Salter versus Jer um Aaron Jeffrey fight that's taking place tonight on Bellator. On Bellator. So the to not go the distance, which is again I, I've been humoring that I've been fucking that one up, but 
for that not to go the distance would be minus 165. The reason I was it's pretty good. The reason I'm humoring that originally and not humoring um just Aaron Jeffrey to win is because he's the minus 400 favorite. I don't have that on FanDuel though. I can't pick up a I can prop if you want to put it in. I can put it in real quick. So uh, Aaron Jeffrey a minus 440. Just minus 400. So not go the crazy. Dis- I have that added to not go the distance. And then mm-hmm. what are you thinking? I picked up Tiago Santos on PFL to win his match money line one plus one forty eight against Rob Wilkinson. Rob Wilkinson. So it's a plus one forty on here. So if you bet the two bet parlay of Wilkinson losing to Tiago Santos money line, as well as the Aaron Jeffrey John Salter fight taking place tonight on Bellator, so you got to like expedite this bet. Um, at a minus 165, you're looking at a plus 286 for two-leg parlay. Mm, it's not I too like bad. It. Let's do something fun. I want to do something fun. One more parlay. We Let's could get, build one more. We could get risky and just add one of the March Madness games. No, 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 no. Let's do something random and fun. You said baseball's back, right? Yeah. Each of us in this room is going to pick a leg on baseball because we don't know nothing about it. Derek's going to pick one. Uh, Dave's going to pick one, and I'm going to pick one. So pull up your odds for the I'll, baseball. I only have one game taking place in the near future, and then the rest are uh, futures bets. Really? Yeah. Okay, I got all mine. I'll just read them off for you. You just pick one. We got the the New York Mets versus Miami Marlins. Marlins minus 220. Then we have the Mets plus 170. We have the White Sox versus the Astros. Astros minus 154. The White Sox plus 130. The Rockies are taking on the Padres. Rockies are plus 160. Padres minus 190. We got the Diamondbacks plus 164. Dodgers minus 196. We got the Guardians uh, plus 142 versus the Mariners minus 168. And that is it for tonight. That is it for tonight. I thought there was going to be more tonight. My bad. <laughs> I really did. There's going to be more tonight. Um, then we got the we got the Blue Jays or the Cardinals. You got the Braves or the Nationals. The Phillies or the Rangers, the Giants or the Yankees, the Angels or the Athletics, the Mets versus the Maryland or the Marlins, Pirates versus the Reds, the Tigers versus the Rays. You see a team there you like or want? I don't know. I see two of the most one-sided basketball bets I've ever seen taking place today. We're going baseball, Dave. I was just scrolling through futures. What do you, what, what's your bet? Well, I'm not betting them, but these are just worth um, noting. So tonight at 8 p.m. Mountain Time, Sacramento Kings are taking on the Portland Trailblazers. Sacramento Kings are the minus 910 favorites. <laughs> it gets worse. It gets worse. You think that's bad? Check this out. At the same time, Spurs play the Warriors. Oh, man. Warriors? Minus 2,000. Minus 2,500. Oh! And then the Spurs oh, are my God. plus 1,150. Jeez, dude. Yeah. Gnarly. Crazy. And All right. The Nuggies play um, Phoenix. The Nuggies are um, not favorited, but I don't think Jokic is playing. Let's all pick a baseball team right now. Derek. Rockies. You going to want the Rockies to win? Plus 160 over no, the Padres? Gonna, no, they're going to lose. Oh, you want them to lose, so you're picking up the Padres? Yeah. Minus 190. Nice pick, Derek. What do you got, Dave? Hmm. I think I'm going to go Seattle Mariners over the Cleveland Guardians. Ooh, I like it, Dave. Where are they at? Like, minus 165 is the odds on my end. 
today at 8-10. Marlins versus what? Cleveland Guardians. Oh, the Mariners. Sorry. Oh, I don't know why I said Marlins. I'm an yeah, idiot. Yeah, it's okay. So Forgive we're getting me. the Guardians? You Forgive want them to win? Me. You want the Guardians to win? Guardians? No. Oh, you want the Mariners. Seattle Mariners are going to Got you. Them. I don't know why Seattle. I keep Marlins. That's <laughs> okay. We have the we have the Padres and the Mariners. This is a good I kinda liking this right now. Here, let me log in real quick. Damn it. Freaking FanDuel. Doing the most. I'm telling you now, we're gonna go to a Rockies game this season once it gets a little warmer. Okay. And it's gonna be like a great time. Okay. Well I Holly's gonna it. get mad at me when we go to that one. No, go she's gonna go with. Okay, good. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick up. I got the Blue Jays, man. I got Toronto. Picking up Toronto, minus 132. All right. Oops, I still have Tiago Santos on there. (laughs) We got the Padres, we got the Mariners, and we got the Blue Jays. All parlayed up. That's a plus 327 parlay. If you bet $5 on that, you win $16.40. If you bet $10, you win $32.79. It's kind of a good bet right there, dude. Not bad. It's a favorites parlay. Um, but I think it's gonna happen. I mean, in expense, too expense to our uh, our home team, the Colorado Rockies. And just to- you're facing the Padres. We kind of expect that to to to. I mean, we expect you to lose just because the Padres. Especially Derek. Derek knew he heard Padres, <laughs> and it was over with. Facts. Um, just to run it back for our MMA bet that we had, we had the Aaron Jeffrey versus John Salter fight not going the distance, and then Tiago Santos money line over Rob Wilkinson. And that is a plus 286. I like it. It's a nice bet. Plus 286. That's good for two legs. Not bad at all. That's good. That's good as fuck for two legs. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. We'll take it. This has been Sport Champs. Uh, Check out all the new music coming out very soon. Just hit the link below. And uh, we are out of here. Peace. Laters. What's up, guys? We just hit 1,500 subs. We're trying to make it 2,000. Help us out and hit that subscribe button. Thanks for watching.